Welcome to the Harrington Star FinTech Diversity and Inclusion Discussions. I want to showcase the people across our industry who are advocates for change. I love to celebrate the wins, but we know that we need so much more to be done to ensure that change actually happens. In these diversity and inclusion discussions, I have a number of series. The Humans of FinTech, the Talent Surgery, the Maternity and Paternity Stories, and the longest running of them all, the Women of FinTech podcast series. I do lots of work to drive change campaigns across our industry to increase inclusion within the workplace. So please contact me for more information to see how we can partner together. You can contact me through my LinkedIn or at nadia.edwards-dashti at harringtonstar.com. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges and walk the talk for change across the entire industry. And today we are joined by Sarah Green Brodison, the co-founder of Canary. Now, the mission for Canary is to empower pre-CFO startups to grow into great businesses by simplifying finance with their intelligent software. Sarah is a serial entrepreneur, having launched her first company at just 16, so I'm definitely going to be asking all about what that was. Um, she's also an international speaker. Um, she enjoys sharing her passion about all things entrepreneurship and startups. She's actively involved in London's startup and technology scene and is very passionate about inspiring diversity in the startup ecosystem. So she's here today to share her story. Welcome. I'm really happy to have you on board. Hi, Nadja. It's so nice to be here. Great. So um, why don't we start? I mean, I've got so many questions, but... Oh, shoot. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. <laughs> why don't we start with you telling us a little bit more about Canary? Sure. Yes, I'm happy to. Um, so as you said... We're a software as a service platform that helps early stage companies understand their future finances better. So what we do is that we allow an entrepreneur or a CEO or even a finance manager build a financial model. And what we do that's different from Excel, for example, that many people use is that we add a layer of intelligence and advice. So if we see some of the numbers look off, based on the type of business, we will flag that and actually give you advice in terms of what you can improve. And all of that is automated. So you don't need a human person or even a financial advisor. So yeah, the aim is really to empower the entrepreneurs to build greater businesses. And I think that sounds fantastic because you think about how many entrepreneurs want to start a business, but yeah. this is a hurdle for them. I, mean, they, I don't know how I would, I'd be able to handle this part of the business. So this yeah. is really revolutionary what you're doing. Yeah, that's, that's what we're trying to, to get to, at least. We, I mean, as a founder myself, I know this problem firsthand, and I am not a finance person. I'm not a numbers <laughs> person. I mean, I hardly passed my math exam <laughs> when I was younger. So um, it's just amazing to be able to, you know, obviously working with my co-founders, I've learned so much from them, but try to pass that on to anyone else that's trying to build a business where, you know, you can't get around that, that numbers and finances. No. It, it, 
big part of running a business. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, um, as I introduced you, um, you know, we now know you're a serial entrepreneur. Now you <laughs> yep. have this first business at 16. Like, I have yep. so many questions. Like, where did all this come <laughs> from? What inspired you? Tell us all about it. Yeah, so um, I was fortunate to actually be part of a program called Junior Achievement, which mm -hmm. um, uh, sort of I guess, forces um, youngsters to start businesses to understand that part of, you know, a career, but also to understand uh, financial literacy better and so on. Um, and so what we did was we created a heated mouse pad. So this was before anyone had track pads and laptops. Yeah. Um, but then the idea was that, you know, a lot of people get mouse injuries from sitting in front of a computer. And really the idea is that if you warm up before you sit in front of a computer, just like you would when you go for a run, um, you could try and, and limit some of those injuries. So by projecting heat onto the arm, we could um, potentially limit some of those injuries. So quite, quite advanced for 16, I think, but um, yeah, it was yeah, fun. Definitely. And then you've just taken this, uh, this love for creating businesses and building ideas. You've just taken it from strength to strength over the years then. Well, yeah, I would say so. I, I think, you know, having that experience very early on made me realize that I don't, you know, all of this ambition and creativity that I have, I don't have to put that into a corporate job and work my way up the ladder. I can actually build businesses as a way of a career. And so, yeah, once you've done it once, it's much easier to do it the second time and way easier the third time. And yeah, and then it's just kept going, I guess. <laughs> That's so inspiring to hear. Like you make it sound very easy. Like oh, well, I know it's not. It's not. No, it's not. That's that's the headlines. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, there's yeah. lots of ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, which we'll explore shortly, I'm sure. Right. So uh, I know that you speak um, a lot publicly um, and have yep. done so all over the world. Um, mm -hmm. I've looked on your LinkedIn, and there is a very big list about what you're talking <laughs> about. So I'd love just to hear a bit more about that. Yeah, so it actually started when I ran my last business um, because I wrote my thesis on the sharing economy and that was part of why I started my second business. And so that kind of became, you know, not a lot of people were talking about that at the time. So I, I sort of found myself being a thought leader and a lot of people invited me to stuff and then it just kind of became sort of you know, a way of, of promoting the company but also just sharing my passion. And then that obviously developed into speaking about my entrepreneurial journey and um, women in tech and, and all of these other things. And um, now it seems like it's just a thing that's part of my job. I mean, it would be as a CEO anyway, but I really actually enjoy it as well. Oh, that's fantastic to hear. Um, and then for Canary, like what, what I love to hear is, um, you know, when was your light bulb moment um, and, uh, and, and how did you bring it to fruition? Yeah, so I, I met my co-founders actually while I was running my last business and they come out of uh, a financial advisory firm. So they do fundraising, M&A, CEO advisory, and they had seen this problem about, you know, entrepreneurs not having a clue about finance. Um, and so I met them because they, they did this um, session on, I, I almost call it finance for dummies, which is not what it was titled, but that's yeah. how it felt. Um, and, and David and, and Andre, who, who did the, the session, were just so um, good at explaining the power of what finance can do almost. And I was sitting there 
thinking about my you know business at the time thinking I've realized so much in these two hours that these guys have been talking and I almost had this feeling of wow finance is actually cool <laughs> um, yeah. which I'd never thought before um, and so I kept in touch with the guys and 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 we sort of started bouncing ideas around what what is now Canary um, and so when I stepped down from my business, um, my last business last year, uh, they were starting to look for a CEO to run. And um, I said, well, I have no clue about finance, but I love the idea. And you would basically be building a product for me. So I think I can, I can take this to, to the next level. So that's how it came about. It sort of all fell, fell into place in one way. It's, it's so great to hear. Like, I love hearing about light bulb moments because I think it's, it's really inspiring for anyone listening who's come up with an idea to just hear somebody else tell their story of how they came up with theirs and now how it's turned yes. into a business and a successful one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, my next question for you is around the challenges that you face. Um, again, I love to share challenges with the audience because I think of course. we all face challenges. I think, it's, I think there's such a strength and a power in how we overcome them. So I, mm -hmm. I want to just to investigate that with you. Yeah, I mean, there, there are so many. <laughs> so we could do a whole podcast just, <laughs> just on that topic. And, and obviously, I'm happy to, to share all of them. Um, I would say, obviously, right now, it's, it's very apparent that the whole pandemic and Brexit is, is quite a challenge in terms of our company and, and what that means. Um, not just in terms of, you know, what does that mean investment-wise, market-wise for our customers, but also you know, how do you suddenly manage a team and lead a team that's fully remote? Um, how do you make sure they are motivated and, and safe and healthy, both mentally and physically? Um, so that's definitely been a topic of this year. And, and how can we, you know, still make everyone perform and, and meet the metrics we want as a business, um, but still <laughs> make sure everyone gets through it to sort of, sort of unscathed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, it's a, it's been a big focus for all of us, and yeah, unscathed is the, uh, is, <laughs> well. the, is, the is the right way of talking yeah. about it for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. And then, um, what are your thoughts um, on the marketplace at the moment um, in terms of what what you think we should all be doing more for with regards to inclusion? I think that you know it's, it's so apt that you know you talk about this year the challenges that we've all faced and how we've <laughs> overcome them to look after people, but. One thing I'm incredibly passionate about is ensuring that diversity is still high on our agendas because diversity is yeah. people. Yeah, it's, it's super important for me as well and, and have been since I started my own career. I've, as, like you, I've been in tech since, since I started not just running businesses, but also working in the industry. Um, and, you know, it is a problem and the data underpins that, right? We, I mean, last month we saw a report from Deloitte come out that said that female founded businesses in fintech have taken on board 50% less capital than businesses in the same industry started by men. And, you know, so it is, it is a, a problem and um, it's not a problem that we can solve by one actor doing one thing. It has to be a holistic approach where, you know, there is, responsibility on investors in terms of funding there is from entrepreneurs like myself you know speaking up about it and and hopefully being I don't like the term role model but at least being someone that other people can mirror themselves in 
And I think these conversations that we're having now and that you've had for, for such a long time are really important because I think there are lots of people out there and what I hear from, especially my male sort of counterparts or, or male friends who are founders as well, they don't realize that there is an issue. So yeah, it's, it's just really important to talk about it and, and try and explore solutions together, I would say. Yeah, I think that's so important what you said, that there are people out there that don't realize that there's an issue and you've got to yeah. open their eyes so that we can we can yeah. start to fix what, what is there. Um, so yes. I think that's really, really useful. Thank you for your answer. Yeah, um, and then um, I, I love this question, I think, and I think you with uh, all your entrepreneurship, it'll be a really interesting answer. But I wanted <laughs> to ask, if there's one lesson of your career you could share with us, what would it be? So the lesson I have taken that have given me the most is to build resilience. So especially as an entrepreneur or even a leader in an organization or even you know, for anyone going through this year, resilience is so important because you will have ups and downs and some are lower and some are higher. But if you can survive those challenges and come through them and get stronger from them, I think that's when you really start to sort of pr- propel yourself forward and and build on your skills and you know the stamina that stamina that you already have um so that's something that's been really important to me um you know stepping down from my last business was really tough you know emotionally and sort of my confidence level took a hit but bouncing back from that i know having gone through it i'm a much better ceo now for what i went through so so building resilience must be sort of the headline or the number one um, advice I could pass on. Yeah, that's really, really helpful. Thank you. Um, and then finally, what is next on the horizon? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously running a business is sort of <laughs> a full-time, <laughs> if, if not more. Um, and I'm just really proud of the team for having executed in, in the manner they have, you know, and in just one year we've launched a product and, and we now have 350 companies on the platform and we just need to, you know, take that to the next step and, and show that we can build a profitable business and make our customers happy, make our shareholders happy and, and make sure that the team is, is safe and, and happy as well. Well, I think that's a, an amazing, amazing horizon. Um, keeping everybody happy, making sure the team is safe um, yeah. and being successful. So it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you and learning more about Canary. And it sounds like a fantastic company that we all need to keep our eye on. Um, and it's been brilliant getting to know you and just how you've grown your career and how you've allowed your creativity to build so many different businesses. So thank you for sharing all of that with us today on the Women of Fintech podcast series. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me, Nadia. Thank <laughs> you.